Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Chris Winfield, the Super Connector. Hey, this is Amy Jo Martin from the Why Not Now podcast. This is Edwin Ariabe from Skyline Security. If you want to learn how to connect with the people that I know. And if you want to strengthen your relationships. And guys, if you want to build your people skill. You should be listening to Build Your Network. Build Your Network. Build Your Network podcast. With my good friend, Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to another compilation episode here on the Build Your Network podcast. We are currently in the middle of a series about mentorship and masterminds, and I cannot wait to share all of the golden nuggets in today's episode with you all. But first, you hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show, especially in this segment. If this is a new term to you, or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is or what it does or why you should join one or how much they are, where you can find them, all those different types of details, you are definitely going to want to take my free mastermind course. It is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short lessons. It's 100% free, so there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll, freemmcourse.com slash enroll to grab that course. It's totally free and start that today. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is another topic episode here on the Build Your Network podcast. So this is part number eight in the series of who you know or what you know, which one's more important. If you've been listening to the show at all for any length of time, you know that this is the staple question, the one that is asked to every guest that comes on the show. So I'm really excited to share some insights with you today from the following three guests. Chris Winfield, who is one of is probably the most well-connected in the press person that I know. So in terms of actually getting people on news stations and in big media outlets, Chris is the man, the myth, the legend. He knows all the people and knows all the tips and tricks. And there's Amy Jo Martin, who is a social media expert who's running, who was running all this stuff back in the day when it was first really onto the scene for really large organizations like professional sports teams. And if you look at some of the list of people that have been on her show, why not now? It's it's amazing. Um, so she's an, a fantastic networker and really great at a lot of this stuff. So you want to hear her insights. And then Edwin Ariave, who's a friend of mine who is the owner of a large door-to-door alarm company, which is close to my heart since that's what I started in was door-to-door security. And uh, Edwin owns a company called Skyline. And then his awesome wife, Teddy, is the daughter of John Mellencamp. And she's one of the stars on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So all three of these different people, Chris, Amy Jo, and Edwin, bring a different flavor to this episode. So I can't wait to show you what they have to say about this who or what question. But before we get into that, you listen to this show for a reason. So however you heard about it, whether it was Google, iTunes, social media, whatever it might have been, the title Build Your Network resonated with you in some way. So that means you're like me. You realize that the single most important factor that contributes to your success is your network. Well, after years of learning, growing, failing, embarrassing myself, testing, implementing, retesting, (laughs) I'm finally putting together an all-encompassing online training called Explode Your Network. It is my complete framework that's guaranteed to exponentially grow your connections, level up your inner circle, and shorten your runway to success without annoying all of your contacts or printing a single business card. This is everything I know about networking and connection all in one place. And I'm currently looking for a test group to just really try it out. You get it at half price, which is less than 150 bucks. Less than 150 bucks, you can learn everything that I know about networking before this course launches uh, in the next few weeks. So if any piece of content that I've ever released has added value to you at all, then please stop procrastinating, take control of your success, and head over to travischapel.com slash explode to start investing into what you and I both know to be the most important aspect of your career, which is your network. And now here is Who or What Part 8 with Chris Winfield, Amy Jo Martin, and Edwin Aroyabe. Who you know or what you know, which one's more important? I think they're both important. So I think to me, it's always more important is the people because everyone, I believe for the most part, anyone can you know become an expert in something. I'm an expert in a tiny little sliver of things that I actually do really well. It's so small, it's ridiculous, but you know I'm really good at those things yeah. in terms of connecting people, being able to talk to people and listen and things like that and just get clear, help people get clear on their message or, you know, it's so small, you know, but if I believe that, that that's more important than, you know, who I need to know or anything, I believe knowing and not just who you know, but what's the level of those relationships. So, because you can know lots of people and, you know, have very surface relationships and, it doesn't really do anything for you other than feed your ego. You know, I think it's more about what are you doing to how deep is that? You know, is it somebody that is willing to help you out, is willing to go to bat? Have you helped them out? Are you willing to go to bat for them? Like, I think that stuff's really the most important. Yeah. 
Yeah, so true. So true. So tell us about a time besides the story you just told about Thrive Global, where a connection in your life led to a big moment of success or maybe an aha moment for you. Every single day, Travis, to be completely honest, like I literally just got off a call why I was two minutes late to this call. And it was with somebody who runs one of the largest conference series and that just this amazing, you know, impact that this has. And, you know, they get 2,500, the next one will have 5,000 people. And, you know, that was a relationship. Somebody introduced me to him about a year ago. And then we just stayed in touch. Nothing really crazy came about it. We then met again at a different conference. I met him and his girlfriend, really connected with them, stayed in touch. And, you know, right now it just will, I think now turn into something that will be an absolute, like the offer he just gave me will be an absolutely amazing opportunity for me. You know, I think I'll bring tremendous value to his community and, you know, that stuff happens every single day. Now, that stuff happens every single day if I am looking and believing that. Now, it can just as quickly go to the opposite side where if I, and this is, I think, one of the interesting things for me, at least, is that if I'm thinking like, oh, you know, I'm not good enough. There's nothing out there. There's no opportunity. Guess what? I'm not going to be good enough. There's not going to be any opportunity. None of that stuff happens. Like, right, I'm right. such believer in that. And, you know, I don't care who else is or what people think about mindset or anything. I know for myself as an entrepreneur, as somebody in, you know, who each day it depends on where I'm at mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like it makes such a big difference how I'm looking at that each day to each hour. Like my bank account is directly affected by my mindset. Like there's, I make, there's no illusion about that for me. Right. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is, uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is, is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash 
Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. So tell us about some ways. So I know you're talking about at the beginning about some different things that you always try to add value to somebody when you're first meeting them, when you're first chatting with them. And there's never a hidden agenda behind that. Give us some ways, like some more practical ways. Like what does that exactly mean? Like how do you just go add value to somebody without them thinking like, is this person just, you know, seeing what they can do for me so that they can ask me to do something for them? What are some practical ways that you can make that happen? Well, I think one of the most important ones is to, in terms of like, all right, let's say you're talking to somebody, you have a meeting or a call or whatever. You want to know one of the easiest, most effective ways to figure out how you can add value to people ask them questions, ask them questions about themselves, actually get to know them. You'll hear everything in that conversation if you're willing to listen, because guess who people like to talk about? They like talking about themselves. So I think that there's like always like this idea that we have to go and be so prepared or, you know, know exactly what we're going to do to help somebody. And that's not the way that I look at it. I'm more where I want to get to know them. I want to get to understand what they're all about. And, you know, then I can figure out from there, like literally, like while somebody's talking, I'll know ways to help them. Or maybe there's nothing I can actually do to help them. You know, it's very rare, but I think that there's, you know, it comes down to that. You know, I was at this event on Friday and there was a guy there who, you know, he just has this amazing business. We didn't even get a chance to actually talk. I had connected with him afterwards and I said, you know, I'd love to talk and learn a little bit more. He knew enough about me to say, okay, cool. We got on the call. I didn't know what the hell I was going to be able to do to help him out. Mm -hmm. And when we started the call, I didn't even know much about his business or, you know, anything. And this is like, it's a serious, like what he's doing, it's like, it's big. And we had a 30 minute call scheduled. We wound up talking for 53 minutes. He talked for most of these. I just kept asking questions. I'm interested. You know, I think like being curious and like actually caring about people. Genuinely interested. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, you know, by the end of that though, there was very specific things that I told him that I could help him with there. He offered me some amazing things that I wasn't expecting or anything like that. And, you know, we'll see what comes from that, but it is that. And, you know, I think another thing is one thing that I believe is that enthusiasm is really underrated. And, you know, by showing up and being excited and like actually caring and that making it sound like you care because that's what people, they want to be seen, they want to be heard. And that's a really, really important thing just to remember. Yeah. You said before when you were uh, working at the job that you were at before and you said you weren't enthusiastic, you weren't excited. Was it basically just making a shift into doing what you wanted to do that made you more enthusiastic, more excited? Or was it like a mindset shift that you consciously worked on to change? Both. (laughs) Both. So because I think it's not so I always explain to people I work really hard to make my life easy. And what I mean by that is that I have a daily practice, daily routines, these things that I do every single day, you know, most of them are in the morning to make sure that I'm in, in the right state of mind, because it doesn't, you know, what I've found is I can easily forget how good my life is and how good I have it and how fortunate I am and how, you know, all these things that I'm telling you, I can easily forget all that, you know, it can just go away if I'm not conscious of that. So 
it's a good combination. You know, I don't think that there's any circumstance. So the right career, the right job, the right relationship, the right amount of money, anything that will just make you happy or like make me happy. You know, I was always waiting for that. Yeah. I'll be happy when I sell this company or when I make this. And then like that stuff would happen. I'd still be, you know, it would be great for a half hour and then I'd be miserable. So I I think it's more about, you know, the journey and just like doing and practicing the stuff on a daily basis, Hmm. you know, than any particular area or just like circumstance. Yeah, that's so important to to differentiate between those two, because that's something that I feel like I need to work on as far as my enthusiasm level goes. I'm not naturally like an enthusiastic, like high on life kind of a person, you know, like I'm more like keeled, like, but you're right. It is way when you're first meeting somebody, a first impressions, everything. And and when somebody is enthusiastic, when I first met you, Chris, I could tell that I could tell that you were enthusiastic, happy and ready to tackle the next obstacle. And it's a contagious energy, you know, that uh, when you get around people like that, and it makes a really good first impression and first impressions when you're building relationships are really important. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? What you know, 100%, because what you know will help you meet who you want to know. Can you kind of expound on that just a little bit? So for somebody listening and they're going to take 2018 and they want to double down on one of these two areas, they want to take a deep dive into getting better at their craft or they want to take a deep dive into building more relationships. What would be your advice? Getting better at their craft and that will help them connect with more like-minded people. It will help them identify who they should connect with in order to you know, continue to grow. What you know will always trump who you know, in my opinion, because it helps you connect with the people that make sense for you to continue to grow. And that's what, definitely a... And what are some ways that people can work on the what? Like when you were starting out, was it just like reading a bunch of books? Was it taking courses? Was it mentorships? What exactly helps people, do you think, in the what you know part of their lives the best? Listening a ton, which if you're listening to the voices of authority out there and just making sure you understand kind of what the tone and trends are with what it is that you want to know and not necessarily taking it as they are the end all, but just being aware of the current conversation. And then experiential. I mean, the quicker you can try to get in and learn by doing. I'm a big fan of that. Of course, reading, of course, listening Mm -hmm. to audiobooks, podcasts, whatever. That's all just as important. The more you can start implementing, the quicker that knowledge that you're absorbing through the other mediums will truly sink in and get into your bones. So it's practice, 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 basically, right? Finding ways to start implementing, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's baby steps in your basement. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just, right. there's no better way to learn than by do. Okay. So taking this conversation now, talking about the fact that you obviously were very, very competent in your skill set enough to be able to get in front of the people that you've got in front of. Can you tell us a story about how a person that you may have met connected you to somebody, to somebody, to somebody that led you to this big opportunity that traces back to the fact that you knew your stuff going into that first relationship? Yeah, I'm trying to kind of reverse engineer. Yeah, I think time. these take things happen all the time, every day without realizing it. Right, and it's, right. I don't really even think of it as networking. That word can be, you know, the connotation. It's when negative. I hear it, I right. think of, yeah, small talk, having cocktails somewhere mm-hmm. with people that I 
don't know. And it right. kind of turns me off, right? <laughs> like, but if you think about it in terms of just being authentic and connecting with people for the reason of genuinely being interested in what they're doing and mm-hmm. them vice versa, interested that, in you. Yeah, what you just said, and I'll kind of say something here and give you a second to think about a good story. But what you just said is exactly what we try to do on this show. Take the word networking and strip away all of the negative things that you think about it and replace it with words like what you just said, like building relationships, making friendships and doing basically just meeting people and being a normal person and not having this hidden agenda, like five year step, you know, five year, 10 step plan to eventually monetize this relationship further down the road and stuff. It's just all about just caring, being genuine, meeting people, growing friendships and building actual relationships. And you heard it just now from one of the best. I mean, this girl's she's interviewed the best of the best on her podcast. She's gotten in front of so many awesome people. And it's not because she's got 3000 business cards in her back pocket and goes to networking events. It's because she's focused on creating real genuine connection and real genuine friendships and relationships with people. And that's what it's all about. It's not about the business cards and the cocktails and chatting about nothing and small talk and stuff like that. So fantastic insight there, Amy Jo. Oh, thank you. I have my story, but before I tell you the story, can I, would you like to hear something really quickly that's highly relevant to that? Of course. <laughs> okay. I don't want to assume you do. So we just had the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And I was invited to a Super Bowl party in Minneapolis. And it was going, it's a big charity event with a lot of, I call them fancy people. I'm from Wyoming. So I, the fancy people is kind of what I call them. Although they're just <laughs> like everybody else, yeah, what I've, right. I've learned. And I was going to go with a friend and who I was advising for and We didn't end up going intentionally. It was kind of a last minute decision. Part of the reason why we didn't go, she's not a great networker, but she's an amazing entrepreneur. And she's like, but you're such a good networker. You can help, you know, the head of so-and-so is going to be there. And like Jamie Foxx was hosting it. Shaquille O'Neal was DJing it. And I said to her, actually, I'm not a good networker in that scenario. You know, I'll end up talking to the same person for hours (laughs) because I like to go deep in terms of conversation and I end up not meeting anyone else. So I am not, in terms of the traditional definition, I don't Mm -hmm. consider myself a great networker at all. So there's just a little caveat, by the way. Would you be, would you consider yourself to be an introvert? You know, I think I'm, it's all about the scenario and environment. It's energy sa- that, and that definition season. kind of yeah. sounded like more introverted to me because that's exactly how I am. I'm pretty introverted, which is kind of ironic that I host a show about meeting people. Uh, yeah, and that's, we that's... tend to bucket ourselves. And I don't right. know if mm-hmm. every, you know, yeah. if everyone is just one or the other. I think there are yeah. times where I'm very much of an extrovert and there are other times I recharge and get more energy by being Alone. on my own. Yeah. Usually. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm the same exact yeah. way because exactly what you said, <laughs> that's how I would describe my networking, quote unquote, networking event experiences is just like, all I'm talking to one person the first day. And then I'll just look for that person like the next three days. Cause like, oh, I already built a friendship with that person. Like I know who that is yeah. now. So I don't want to do this again, <laughs> you know, but well, yeah, super especially fun. in those types of situations and especially having worked a bit in the entertainment field and been around that kind of Hollywood scene a bit. Mm -hmm. Usually at those parties, people aren't focused and being present. They're looking over your shoulder to see who else is there, who they might want to go meet. So it's just (laughs) kind of funny, you know, it's just a show, but there's also fun to it if you're like into that or whatever. So my story. (laughs) So yeah. So anyway, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Story. Okay. 
women dressed up with feathers in a pool at this party that I was supposed to go to. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you've got that going for you. <laughs> that's your oh, thing. man. That's um, funny. It was just me. It's art. So, okay, my story. There was a moment when I was working for the Phoenix Suns in the NBA and I had been experimenting with social media. I didn't know what I was doing. It was just new and I was kind of playing. And I reached a roadblock within the front office because there weren't any rules for social media yet. And I had been helping Shaquille O'Neal and I, you know, of course, been doing it on my own. And I was in charge of direct or I think it was called director of digital new media and research. It's called new media back because it was so new. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sure what to do as far as convincing HR and senior leadership that this was a good idea and that we need to be open to the space. So I Googled companies. I just kind of Googled companies that are using Twitter. And I found this company called Zappos. I had never heard of Zappos and I'd never purchased anything, of course. But I found them and then I found this guy who ran Zappos and he was the CEO and his name's Tony Shea. And I found out that he had encouraged all of his employees to be on Twitter. And this was at the time, maybe 2008. And so I thought, I'll reach out to this guy. I had no idea who he was. All I wanted was, hey, do you have a policy for this, a social Mm -hmm. media policy? Right. So I direct messaged him on Twitter. And two weeks after I said, hey, do you have a social media policy for Zappos? He wrote back be real and use your best judgment, period. (laughs) And I thought, well, that's a man of a few words two (laughs) weeks later. I was like, okay, well, so I actually did take that to HR and to leadership and said, hey, this is what the Zappos guy is saying. And then he DM'd me not too long after that and said, hey, I noticed you're in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm going to be there giving a talk. Would you want to come? Mm -hmm. He hadn't even written his book at that point, Delivering Happiness. And so I was like, or he's just getting started. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Long story short, fast forward, Travis, he became a mentor, a friend, first a friend, then a mentor, then That's an awesome. investor. Wow. And to back to your question, I think, well, who introduced me to him? Well, it was social media, but then you kind of can go all the way back down the rabbit hole of who helped me get the job at the Suns or why did I get it? And then, right, right. So it's kind of a fun thing to do sometimes with connections in your life mm-hmm. and follow them all the way back. Like, well, who introduced me to them? Well, then right. how did I meet mm-hmm. them? And, and you start to notice patterns in your choice of, of networking, I guess, your, yeah. your path and Go back system. and examine the butterfly effect, so to speak. Totally. Yeah. It's kind of fun, actually. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. Really cool. And that's such a fantastic story and a really great mentor to have as well. Let's go ahead and move on the conversation to talk a little bit about networking before we take off here. And the question I always ask everybody to get it started off, and I kind of were talking about this before we hit the record button, is do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? Yeah, I think they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. I definitely think who you know is important. And I think you have to hang out with people that are doing better than you. In fact, even till now, I get out of my comfort zone and I like to hang out with people that do way better than me. Mm-hmm. It's me realize that there's so much more to grow, but it also, you know, you get mentored and from, you start taking pieces of everybody and, you know, you got to humble yourself, right? Which is key because a lot of people just want to be that big fish, right? And want right. to hang out with people that are just going to tell you yes all the time because it's comfortable. But I think it, you know, you have to get out of that comfort zone and hang out with people that do very well. 
you mentioned earlier, I belong to this thing called the Young Presidents Organization. And it's essentially like a fraternity for multi, multi millionaires, billionaires. You know, some wow. of those that are in this organization own billion dollar companies. Wow. And we meet once a month for four hours a day. And we're, we talk about life experiences and we don't necessarily give each other advice. We give each other our experiences in certain, whether it's life, family, or whether it's business, or whether it's fitness, or whether it's love, you know, whatever. So success will naturally bring, you know, money attracts money. Yeah. And if you have a good success record, and you've worked with integrity, and people know what you're all about, people are going to want to do business with you. And it's always good to hang out with those people, because eventually, you might do business with them. That's the importance of, you know, they say money makes money. I mean, it takes money to make money. And that's kind of a good illustration. You need to have a why. And I think if you have a why, then the what will come naturally, right? So, you know, for me, I've had many whys. My first why, my first real, real why that just, I think, made me who I am today was I made a promise to my mother that I was going to buy her a house. You know, when I first started knocking on doors, well, first of all, for the first 10 days, I absolutely sucked. I couldn't sell (laughs) that, but I sucked. I sucked because I never studied the material. Yeah. Yeah. I'd become so good at the phone company that I kind of got a little uh, big on my head and I thought mm-hmm. that I could just go in there and wing it. And what I always tell people as well is ignorance gives you fear. When you don't know about something, you're going to be scared. Mm-hmm. And as I didn't know, I'd never studied my material. When I was going up to the doors, people could see the fear in my face. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell I was going to say. So, of course, they would attack me. So I always give the analogy of like, if you're a basketball player, I play a lot of basketball. And if you see someone can't handle the ball, you're going to go and you're going to rip them. Right. You know, you're a quarterback and you look scared, you're going to get blitzed. Right. You're a boxer and you look scared, you're going to get bum rushed. And that's exactly what happened to me. And I came back because I knew what the problem was. The problem was I didn't study. And all I did that weekend was study my material. I came back with so much knowledge and knowledge gives you confidence. Hmm. So now I knew my stuff and I went to the door with so much confidence. All of a sudden, nobody slamming the door on me because I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You command that presence. Like you command that somebody needs to give you the respect to listen to you, basically. Exactly. And that comes from knowing your stuff, right? Yeah. You're, you're selling yourself that you know everything, right? Right. So I was able to get five deals in one day. <laughs> oh, nice. I made 1500 bucks in one day and I couldn't sleep. I was like, man, imagine if I could do this every day. Yeah. And so that same weekend, I went to an open house. And even though I didn't have the money, I was like, I'm a homeowner. I belong in a home and I'm worth a hundred grand. So even though I don't have it right now, I'm still going to go look for a house. And when I went to go look for a house, it gave me a roadmap of what I needed to do. So the real estate agent basically says to me, well, you need to come up with $12,000 and then your payment's going to be 1400 bucks a month. I'm like, 1400 bucks a month. I make that in a day. Yeah. And then I, it was all about saving the 12 grand. So then I came back and I did simple math. I said, my bills were at 4,000 a month. So I need to make a thousand bucks a week to pay my bills, another thousand bucks a week to pay the IRS and savings. And then the other thousand bucks a week was going to go for my mom's house. Then I grabbed my mom and I drove her and I said, mom, this house is going to be yours in 90 days. And if it's not this one, it's going to be something similar in this neighborhood. And her dream was always to live in Downey, California. So now I had a roadmap. I needed to make three grand a week for the next 12 weeks. That was my why, Mm -hmm. which meant I need to do eight to 12 deals a week. 
And that why was so strong. There was so many times that I wanted to quit yeah. that I kept going. I can't tell you how many times I got to do at 1030 at night. And because of that, because of that result, I got confidence. So again, if you, someone that started with me, who was maybe way more talented than I was, because I outworked him, my confidence went here, but he doesn't stay here. He actually drops. And then the next day, same thing again. And the next day, same thing again. And the next day, all of a sudden there's this separation. And then people ask, well, why is that guy that was way more talented? How did Edwin end up here? Mm -hmm. Really, I would say it's almost like I tricked myself into success because if you don't have a why, then you'll only work enough. Your why becomes your bills. Hmm. So if your bills are only two grand a month, then as soon as you make two grand, then you chill for the next three weeks. Yeah, so true. Yep. Start again, right? But what I did is I knew I needed to get this house. So like the day I got five deals that week, I ended up with 12, which I think I made like five grand in one week. And I think if I wouldn't have had the why, my urgency wouldn't have been the same the next week. I would have been a little more chill and I would have let that fire run out. Yeah. Instead, I was like, nope, I need, that's only one week. I need to do it for 12 weeks. And every time I wanted to quit, I would just picture my mom's face, you know, when, just when she used to have to clean offices and, you know, bring up the buckets of water up the stairs. And I used to have to help her. And, and I used to think of like her sweating because we couldn't afford air conditioning in the car because the car was so old. And I remember her crying. And then I remember her trying to do door to door and she was just not very good at it and everything that she did for us. And I was like, man, I got to get her that house. And that's what kept me out there. And because I had that, eventually I did it for 12 weeks straight. It became a habit. Hmm. So then it just results, right? Then my confidence just skyrocketed. And then I hit that goal, that why. And then as soon as I got that goal, then there was the next goal. And then it was, was, to this day, there's, always goes. If you're not accomplishing something, at least for me, I sort of get depressed. (laughs) I got to be productive. Yeah. I tell people that even if it's when you first wake up, man, just do your bed, do something productive. And it already starts making you feel good about yourself. Yeah. And there's so many studies on that too. Lewis House wrote a great book called Millionaire Morning and he breaks down a couple of those things. But I think there's literally a whole book of called Make Your Bed, if I'm not mistaken. But it talks about, it just puts you in the habit of being productive basically as soon as you wake up. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about how we've been able to get some of the guests to come on the show, I've created a totally free resource called Meet Your Hero. So if you'd like to connect with people you respect and admire that are difficult to reach, you're going to want to go to travischapel.com slash hero to take action and start that training today. Have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.